Turn off the TV, turn off the news. You are now dialed in to the Noise Reduction Podcast. Often imitated. Never duplicate. Never duplicate. No. Yes. yes. Well, hello again. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you're listening, and whichever one of those applies to you. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to episode 21. 20. 20. Where did I get 21 from? Stop skipping. It's because the last episode you tried to call it 20 and it was only 19. You're jumping ahead. Oh, no. I got it from the title because we're going to be talking about oh. the five steps to setting your 2021 20, financial goals. Start the new year off right. Yeah. And so as always, I'm Nelson Negron, president and wealth management advisor, Provident Oak Financial LLC. And I'm Rihanna Negron, the COO and the CRM of Provident Oak Financial LLC. Otherwise known as the brains of the operation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like herding cats. Um, there yeah. used to be a commercial where, did you remember that commercial? I don't remember what it was for, but it was a commercial where there was cowboys on, on horses and they were like, herd, like herding cattle, but they were running around herding cats. Really? You don't remember that? No, probably was before my time, old man. No, no, no. It wasn't that long ago. It must have been. It? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, I'm going to have to go Google that. Now. Yeah, maybe, maybe somebody can email us and tell us when that commercial was and what it was for and all that. Good, or good even better, stuff. email us and tell tell us how crazy he is that no such commercial exists. No, it does exist. It's probably some crazy <laughs> dream you had after eating pie too close to, to bedtime or something. No, it's not a myth. I've seen it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about the five steps to setting your 2021 financial goals. And I said it better. Uh, well, but true. anyways, well, that's true. we want to help you get the new year set off right. Yep. Start it off right. Start it off right. Yeah. Now, this is not like, you know, your new year's resolution or, or you know, where you're going to, I'm going to hit the gym every day, four times a day for three hours a day. January 3rd, you're like, eh, we'll try again next year. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and then by three weeks in, you're done, and you're going, oh, no, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, because that's how people say it whenever they're... It's true. No, no, no I'm not doing this no more. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> the gyms are packed in January, and by February, they're empty. So mm-hmm. let's that's not all, do that. That's how all those gyms stay open. By January? They, they make all the money in January. Well, it's because everybody still has to pay because they sign those contracts for a year. They just don't go. <laughs> right, exactly. So, even though it's empty, they're still getting paid. But okay, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. All right, stay on target. Stay on target. Almost there. All right. So number one, give your money a job. J O B. Yes. Working nine to five. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what kind of job you have. I wish we worked nine to five. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. All right. So giving your money a job. Hmm. So really it, it's it's making sure that every penny has a place, that it has a, 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 a I don't want to repeat the word job, but making sure that it has a job to do, that it's doing that job. Um, I think Dave Ramsey's quote on that is, uh, it's about a, about having a budget and it's telling your money where to go before wondering where it went. Mm, that's a good one. Something to that, that effect. Mm-hmm. He says, he says it some, he probably says it better than that, but, um, but yeah, you want to make sure that, 
when you're doing your budget and you and you're putting this down on on paper if people still do it on paper these days or if you have a spreadsheet on your computer or an app an app an app for that yeah you know, there's an app for everything mm-hmm, you know whatever whatever it is um, that you don't have anything that anything left out there that is not accounted for when it comes to money because then what that does is it allows it allows for you to kind of be relaxed on your the discipline that you have for uh, with your money and then you can tend to overspend in areas that you probably shouldn't have so every every dollar should have a purpose mm-hmm. know where it's going and know what it's going to be doing for you I mean, your money has a job. It's supposed to help you reach your financial goals. And just because you have financial goals, that doesn't mean that they're set in stone. Um, that's going to be, you know, changed and reevaluated throughout your life. We meet with our clients regularly um, just to kind of go over everything because life happens. Things change. And so your financial goals and your job for your money, it's going to change. So, Right. Yeah, And, and, at, and this time of the year, at the beginning of the year, um, is... A great or before the beginning of the year even mm-hmm. is a great time to go through your your budget your financial plan and and make any tweaks or adjustments that need to be made for the 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 following year and maybe you're planning for something new maybe you have a kid going off to college maybe you're planning for a wedding or whatever the case may be or maybe you're planning a star wars themed vow renewal or maybe you're planning a star wars themed <laughs> vow renewal uh yes <laughs> Um, make sure that the plan that you have, the budget you have still makes sense for where you're at and where you're going. Absolutely. And that brings us to number two. And this one I'll have you explain because that way everybody knows what we're talking about. Okay. So categorize each financial goal as short, mid, or long-term. Can you explain to us the difference, please? One is short-term, one is mid-term, and one is long-term. I'm going to need a time frame and a little bit more specific details. All right. So a, a short-term financial goal may be something to the, you know, something around six to six months to five years. Okay. So something in the immediate future um, that you're planning for. Um, a midterm financial goal could be five to ten years. So maybe, uh, as an example, let's say you're getting along in life, you're a little bit older, and within the next five to ten years, you're going to be retiring. Mm-hmm. So that might be a, a midterm goal. Um, actually, a short-term goal could be, again, that Star Wars-themed vow renewal. <laughs> Only cool people would do that. Yeah, or, or, a, or a trip, you know, maybe a, a trip that you're planning on taking with the family. Family or, vacation. You know, a lot of people like to do that once a year. Right, so. exactly. Um, and then a long-term financial goal is more than 10 years. Okay, mm-hmm. so again, it could be planning for retirement, but you're younger and it's more than 10 years out there. Uh, or uh, maybe it's buying a new home. A vacation home. A vacation home, whatever whatever is, is uh, you know, 10 years out there. Uh, maybe saving for college uh, for mm. kids. Uh, maybe they're younger. You know, you have 10 years to uh, for, before that's going to happen or more. Those types of things. Um, and, and a lot of times what people will do and what we will advise people to do is actually have separate accounts for each goal. Hmm. So not each individual goal, but each time frame. So uh, maybe having an account for short-term goals, uh, an account for midterm, and, a, and a, an account for long-term goals. And then that way, uh, when you're budgeting and you're setting your, your, your savings for the different areas, you can actually physically put 
those dollars into each individual bucket, if you will. Hmm. And then you're not taken from one to reach the other and it's easier to keep it not straight. Not stealing from Peter to pay Paul. Right. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yes. All <right>. so, number <laughs> three, set a target date for each financial goal. So yeah, goals are great, but they really don't make a whole lot of sense if you don't have a time in which you're going to meet that goal. All right. So just think about your job, for instance. Okay. Um, or let's say, yeah, let's say you, you, you're in charge of a project for, for work and your boss comes to you and says, okay, I need such and such done. I need a bridge built. Hmm. Okay. But he doesn't give you a date as to when that bridge needs to be completed. So you're kind of in the dark as far as what you're supposed to do exactly. I mean, you, you know that you need to design a bridge and figure out how much it's going to cost and when it needs to needs to be or, or what it what it needs to look like and what it needs to do, but you really don't know when it needs to be completed by. And so, just like any other any other goal, um, your financial goals should also have a a date on them as well. And then by setting a date on those goals, you can put those in those short-term, mid-term, and long-term buckets and save accordingly for those. And it actually gets you to, you know, achieve the goal because it's just like, you know, if you want to start running, which is something that I'm trying to get motivated to start, um, find yourself a race, something, you know, with a date because as soon as you set that date, you're going to be more likely to get up and run and achieve that goal versus like, oh, sometime we want to do this. You know, it kind of motivates you to have that date set. Yeah, it's kind of like saying, okay, we want to take a, a trip for our 10-year anniversary, but not setting a date as to when you're going to take the trip. Well, the 10-year anniversary part kind of gives you a date. <laughs> Unless you don't know how long you've been married, I guess. Well, you <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. I, I mean... <laughs> that's our last podcast about marital and money advice. Let's not go back to that one. Well, no, okay. Let me back. Let me say that a different way. I don't think you would want to be saving the last dollar on the day you're supposed to be taking the trip. Right. That could be a little stressful. Right. Yeah. So maybe set a date a little bit before. Okay. So that way, you know, you have a goal, you have a time frame in which you need to save for that 10 year anniversary trip. That makes sense. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> That's better. Okay. All right. <laughs> so number four, prioritize each financial goal to as critical a need or a want. <sighs> Back to the wants and needs thing. <laughs> you and I have different ideas of wants and needs. I'm just saying. Well, there is the right definition of wants and needs, and then there's the wrong definition of wants and needs. But we're, yeah, but mine's we're, the right. But, but what we're going to talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yes, set your you know set what are critical uh, things that you need, actual needs. Yeah. And then things you just want. Like if your car is getting ready to die, it's critical. You know it's on its last leg. There's no fixing it. <laughs> it's pretty important. Unless you're within walking distance from where you work. Even if you were, you would not walk. Well, that's totally... We're not talking about me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh-huh. I would just move to wherever I'm working and, uh-huh. and just live there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yes... You know, sit down with, you know, especially with your spouse, if you're married, um, figure out what are those things that are, are critical for you guys to have, um, what, 
what you guys need need um, and what you want. And then also you know, when you're looking at uh, the time frame in which you need to uh, um, per- make these purchases, uh, spend, the, spend the money for these things, um, you can also separate those things into those short, mid, and long-term things as well. And, you know, really, truly consider things that are, and, you know, another way you could put it is, is need, want, or wishes, Mm. you know, so do you really need something or is it really just a wish that you wish you could have? Um, And that, it varies by people. It really does. Cause some things like, and I know I'm always joking about vacations and stuff, but sometimes maybe a trip for just you and your spouse it is a need. Sometimes maybe your relationship needs that. Maybe your marriage needs that. Um, but you need to be realistic about if it's something you really need at that moment. Is it really a you know, solid need or is it more of a want? So, And it's going to vary couple to couple, people to people, um, different times in your life, depending on what's going on. But you're going to have to have an honest conversation with yourself because I could say I need a lot of things, especially on Amazon. <sighs> well, and, and not only that, you know, there's things that are going to be in a higher priority than others, like, mm. um, you know, saving for college expenses for the kids is probably more important than, I don't know, buying a new cell phone, unless your cell phone's broken. I mean, obviously that those are that's a discussion to have, but if you just want the newest iPhone or Android just phone it. just to have it, um, yeah, you know, then saving for the probably putting that money in the college savings account is probably more important. Mm-hmm. Um, paying down debt. You know, I that, know nobody wants to think about that, but it's important. Yeah. Paying, <laughs> paying down debt should probably be in those, in that need category. Okay. At, uh, somewhere towards the top of the priority list. Um, buying a home that's, you know, that could be, that could go in any of those categories depending upon your situation. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a critical need. It could be just a, you know, something that you need to do. Um, or it, Maybe, you know, you're in a situation where you just want a new home. You don't necessarily need it, but you want it. You, you want to change a scenery or you want, you know. Or you it, want a pool and your backyard's not big enough currently. Right. Yeah. So just different things like that. You know, we talk through those. And if you, you know, if you're not married and you don't have a, a spouse to have that discussion with, you know, find someone who has done well with their finances or a financial advisor that can sit down with you and go through this and say, okay, I'm a unbiased third party helping you with your financial plan or your budget and where to put these ideas. Not that buddy that's just going to tell you, yeah, sure. Go buy the BMW. That's fine. You need somebody that's going to have a level head and going to be honest both ways. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So number Five. five. We're already at number five. So know how much you have versus what you still need to save to meet your goals. This is where having a financial planner or a financial advisor can be helpful is is determining what you've already done in your financial plan, uh, what you still need to accomplish and where you're trying to go and how you how you're going to get there. So there's different tools that, that we use that can help you uh, with understanding how likely you are to hit your financial goals. And so it, it, you know, it's hard uh, for someone who may not have these tools available to them or, or just may not be experienced in, in dealing with um, financial planning to know whether or not 
they've done a they've done a good job in, in saving. And you know, we've we have this discussion all the time with people, maybe on the uh, the side of you know where we are able to offer them good news. They're worried, okay, that they can't retire mm-hmm. or they haven't done well enough, or oh, they're starting too late. And they're worried that they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to, to uh, save enough in time. And we're able to go through and analyze what what they've done, and be able to say, hey, you're okay. You you done you've done a great job. And here's where you're at. Here's what you where you're saying you're wanting to go. And you're you're there. Right. You're you're on the or, or you're on the right track. You know, you're, you you still have plenty of time as long as you do these things. So it's not always bad news yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you sit down with the financial advisor. Uh, a lot of times we're able to tell people, hey, you, you've done a great job. Um, here's what we need to do to, to keep you on the right track. And and uh, um, you'll be you'll be OK. Or, yeah, you could retire now if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to work another five years. You, you're you've you're fine as long as you stay within this budget, within with this uh, uh, with this plan you're fine. Um, so there's, there's different ways for, uh, uh, for us to be able to go through and analyze this information and, and help. Um, so having a good financial planner, uh, can, can help you here and also know, you know, give you the tools you need to, to have in order to reach those goals. Yeah. You don't want to try to wait until the last minute when you want to retire and then say, maybe I should go have that conversation because then you know, it makes it a little difficult on your financial advisor to try to get you where you need to be if you're not there. Um, we love those conversations where it is good and we can say, great, you know, yes, you can retire, but we dread the conversations where we say, well, you could have if you might have started this about 30 years ago. Right. <laughs> so. so, it, you know, and it's it's tough, too, because, um, you know, those are not those are not fun conversations. We never want to tell people that you know, that, that they're going to have a tough time in retirement. They have to work until they're like 80. Right. Yeah. Um, and, or, you know, where there's nothing that they can do, mm. you know, that, that there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Um, so the earlier you can start this process, the earlier that you can start having these discussions, the better. So that way, you, at least, you know, um, you know, what you need to do. Absolutely. So start off 2021, right? Yeah. Um, meet with your financial advisor. If you don't have one, find a good one. It doesn't have to be us, but ask around, get reviews, you know, make sure you have somebody that's trustworthy and has a good track record. Um, and just have that meeting, start your year off right, you know, just like you would your physical health or anything else. Your financial health is important as well. So, but don't stop doing it in February like you would. (laughs) Yes, please don't (laughs) start and go with it. That way you can have a great retirement. So, um, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. That went quick. We did good. Yeah. Maybe people are actually finishing this episode. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it wasn't too boring. Yeah, I know what, it's not the, the most enjoyable topic. But, it, you know, I kind of figure if they're listening to a financial podcast, they're probably not worried about being entertained. We are not <laughs> your typical financial <laughs> podcast. I feel like, at least what I'm told, people listen to us because we're goofy and they like to laugh. But either way. If you're getting the information you need, that's what matters. I'm not goofy. (sighs) So. I have never been told that I'm goofy. Okay, well, never mind. I take that back. So, Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) Happy New Year. Uh, If you have any ideas that you want want us to talk about in 2021, uh, shoot us an email, info at providentoak.com. You can look us up on uh, Facebook. 
mm-hmm. uh, noise reduction podcast. You can email us and tell us he's goofy. If you, if you, <laughs> if there's somebody out there who actually thinks I'm goofy, yes. you can go ahead and email and tell me that I'm goofy. Yes. There's lots of them. Use your voice, people. Use your voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I, I feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing anything? Um, you can, you can our website. Our, go to our website and catch up on any episodes you may have missed. Mm-hmm. Um, Provenanoak.com. There's 19 of them. That if you're listening to this one and you haven't listened to the previous ones, you are such a numbers guy. Good I job. Am. I, hey, you know it's a tough world, but you know, and it's a tough job. Somebody's got to do it. That's got to, you know. Eventually, though, I'm going to run out of toes. I think we can only do one more episode, and then I'm not going to be able to count on my toes anymore. So we appreciate you guys starting (laughs) off your new year with us. And thank you for listening, and we hope you all have a blessed day. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Noise Reduction Podcast. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guest speakers and guest companies are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial and Provident Oak Financial LLC. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All entities are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly.